Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Steve King and Johnny Putman, and for John Williams at WGN Radio, and oh, that's sweet. That's yeah, so sweet. So good. Uh, that harmonica is played by not one of, but the best harmonica player you will ever hear. Absolutely. He not only is a master of the harmonica, but he's a fabulous keyboardist. He is uh, an arranger. He's been on hundreds of albums. He's a he's won a couple of Grammys. He's a local dude. We're proud to call him a friend. And he's the one and only Howard Levy. Good morning, Howard. Hey, Howard. Hey, 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 hey. Good to talk to you. <laughs> it's been forever since we spent the wee hours of a night with you, huh? Oh, oh, yeah. Those are some of the best times I've ever had on the radio, oh. hanging out with you guys. Oh, thank Back you. Back at you, Howard. You know, sometimes those brownies work wonders, don't they? <laughs> 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 uh, Howard, for people who have not experienced your music before, uh, and I said to you, I, I remember the night you were sitting next to me, and I said, let me see your tongue. You must have a forked tongue, because how do you play these things on what to me look like a honer, a basic honer harmonica? Is that the fact? Is that true? Uh, no, I don't have a fork tongue or a spoon <laughs> tongue or a knife tongue. Uh, but, uh, yeah, well, there's several things I do on harmonica that, that are different. I mean, the, the first thing is that I figured out how to play chromatically on it, you know. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, to get all the notes on a diatonic harmonica. And, I, and I, to, I, I'm going to interrupt here and say for people who don't know, you ain't supposed to be able to do that right. on a regular harmonica. Howard figured out how to do it because he's Howard. <laughs> well, I was a you know a pianist from the age of eight, and uh, so when I started playing harmonica when I was eighteen, I thought, how come this instrument doesn't have all the notes on it? What kind of instrument is missing notes? And and so to me, it was logical to look for them, hmm. and so I found them when I was eighteen. Wow. Uh, just. Uh, a few months after I started playing. And uh, that has taken me <laughs> many places. Uh, it's uh, It's been an entree into so many different kinds of music, including classical music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, uh, and we'll talk about a big show you've got coming up this weekend. But first, I've got to say, one of the beauties of the harmonica is you can, in fact, travel around the world because you're just going to put your harmonica in a little case and, and take it through customs, right? Yeah, yeah. I, usually it's not a problem. Every once in a while, I mean, I haven't flown to a gig in a few years. I'm about to actually do that. Uh, I have some concerts in Colorado. Uh, usually there's no problem. I mean, sometimes <laughs> they're very curious. What is all this metal uh-huh. in your carry-on bag? Yeah. You know, <laughs> And I've been told all sorts of ridiculous stuff. Like, it looks like uh, ammunition clips for, for a gun. It's like, really? Oh. I have no idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know... The, the, but uh, usually it's not a problem, yeah. And, but you've never had the experience that several guitar-playing friends of ours have when they've flown and they get off the plane and the neck of the guitar is broken. 
Oh, that's the worst. I, uh, matter of fact, Chris Siebold, who is the guitarist that you heard on the last uh, track yeah. that you were playing as introduction, mm-hmm. we played. Uh, we did a little tour of the East Coast, and uh, his guitar, his resonator guitar, arrived with the neck broken. Oh, oh gosh! Courtesy of uh, one of our finer airlines, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a nightmare. Luckily, he was able to borrow another one to to play mm-hmm. the gigs that we had to do. But uh, yeah, it's a nightmare for guitarists. I know. <laughs> But uh, again, for people who don't know, Howard has played uh, everything from from rock to classical, you name it, and he has played it. He was also one of the founding members of Bella Fleck and the Fleck Tones, and you have a new book out. Yes, I do. It's called Rhythms of the Breath, and it's a very different look at the harmonica uh, based on the the actual in-and-out breathing rhythms that we play in normal in the course of normal playing uh but i've organized them along the lines of the drum sticking rudiments uh because the harmonic is the only instrument that uses the breath in both directions so the analogy i made is that the blow is the right hand of a drum a drummer and the draw is the drummer's left hand and then the bounce of a stick is the slide from one hole to the next and I discovered that uh, by practicing drum breathing rudiments over the ten holes of the harmonica, it just helped me develop another level of facility. Wait a minute. So now it's you're just, telling me that you you work your tongue like a drumstick when you're playing the harmonica. <laughs> and you work your brain like a drumstick, right? Well, well, you know, it's given me an entirely different kind of appreciation for the intricacies of drumming. Because these drum rudiments have been around for since the Middle Ages. And uh, the, uh, oh, gee, someone's calling. I can't believe it. Oh, <laughs> send to voicemail. I've never used that before, but I'm sending her to voicemail. Um, yeah, and, and uh, every drummer learns these things, the paradiddles and double stroke rolls mm-hmm. and uh, the ratamacue and the flam tap and all this stuff. And uh, I discovered that... Uh, applying these to harmonica playing they some of them just generate their own melodies uh i'll just give you one example uh, the paradiddle okay. is a, a pattern of right left right right left right left left and it's uh on the harmonica it's blow draw blow slide draw blow draw slide so in the middle of the harmonica it sounds like this so so that little Thing it sounds like a fiddle tune. It's just uh, repeating uh, a paradiddle pattern. Now you're not going to tell me you could do a rim shot on a harmonica. <laughs> <laughs> That's the one I can't do. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Steve. <laughs> How are... No, no brush and cross stick either. <laughs> My compliments on the title of the book. What a perfect title! Rhythms of the breath. Was that just kind of knocking around in your head and you said, yeah, 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 when I write a book, that's going to be the title because it's so perfect. Yeah, I, I, I really did you know, have a bunch of ideas for the name of the book uh, knocking around my head. And, and this was really the, the easiest and quickest way to say it. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it's uh, got over 120 exercises uh, covering the first 19 drum rudiments and more. And Not- a, lot of, a lot of explanation. Uh, in the beginning to set it all up. I'm looking at your website, and, and from your website, it says, for all levels and styles. Are you telling me that if someone is listening to us right now 
and they've got this little harmonica that they've never really played, and they've just you know, done a little bit of maybe Mary Had a Little Lamb or something like that, they could pick up the book and they'd be able to to understand and, and learn and play from your book? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's not, uh, most of it is written out in harmonica. It's all written out in harmonica tablature, which is uh, the numbers and arrows. You know, the arrow up goes, is, is a blow, and the arrow down is draw, and the numbers are the numbers of the holes. It's not a how-to-play harmonica book, right. but it's a different way of organizing your harmonica playing. So if you're a beginner player or you know a, a very good player, like who's a really good blues player or a super advanced player, everyone at every level can benefit from this book. It's amazing. I, mean, I have. <laughs> <laughs> you have. <laughs> changed my playing. You learned things. Just... Yeah, while you were writing the book, you learned. Oh, oh yeah, I had to. I, I, at first, I thought oh, I'll just put a you know a few of these rudiments in. It's like no, I have to do them all. <laughs> uh, and then I wrote many exercises. I I found myself just getting all sorts of ideas. It was a a really creative enterprise. And I am about to start on volume two, which is going to be the next twenty one rudiments and more as well. Howard, that little piece we just played with uh, uh, piano. Now, was that you playing piano while you're playing harmonica? Because you've done that many times, right? Well, that was me, but that was overdubbed. Okay. Because I know uh, um, I got a text from a listener who saw you at Ravinia where you sat at the piano, and I think you played two harmonicas the same time you were playing piano. I hope not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one is enough. <laughs> well, it's pretty amazing what you do. Now, what are you going to do Saturday night with the Elmhurst Symphony Orchestra? Well, Saturday night, I'm going to perform uh, my own harmonica concerto, uh, which I wrote about uh, 20 years ago. And uh, it's just called Concerto for Diatonic Harmonica and Orchestra. And uh, it's uh, a, a, a very classical sounding piece of music that I wrote. And it has three movements. And uh, I have an improvised cadenza in the first movement, and I also improvise sections, short sections of in the second and third movement. So every performance of it is a little bit different, hmm. uh, depending on how I'm feeling and uh, you know the, mm-hmm. the vibe in the room, et cetera, et cetera. And it's that, that makes it more exciting for me to perform it. And I, I've played it many times, but I'm greatly looking forward to this because. This is the first time I've played it since before COVID. And uh, it's a really good orchestra. The conductor, Stephen Alltop, is a a wonderful conductor. He's really great. And uh, we got together and ran over some details of the piece uh, just this last week. And I'm uh, very eager, uh, eagerly looking forward to our big rehearsal, which we're going to have tomorrow night, and the the performance on Saturday. At 7 o'clock on Saturday night. Did the pandemic do for you what it has done for a lot of our musician friends? Did it cause you to do a lot of home recording and writing? Oh, a a tremendous amount. Uh, I sometimes felt like one of those uh, medieval monks uh, writing an illuminated manuscript, you know, in, in a, alone in a room. Uh, it was a, a transformative experience. I, I put out three CDs during this time. Uh, I recorded on about 40 albums uh, for all different people wow. on harmonica and piano because I have a very nice home recording set up here. Mm-hmm. And I did several series of uh, broadcasts uh, that uh, raised 
money for the Greater Chicago Food Depository. We called it Thursday Night Happening. We did we did ten of those and and a whole bunch more. So it was a actually I, I tried to make lemon lemonade out of lemons. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really we really really worked hard, my wife and I, uh, to try to uh, put out things online that were that were positive and you know progressive and moving forward. That that's one of the things that that to has fascinated me about the environment of the pandemic is the the new ways of being creative that a lot of people were forced to develop and yeah. it's it, and it sounds like you you went through that same process oh yeah uh i put out a solo piano album called looking inward which is a very apt name uh and uh, it was something they were all free improvisations but they sounded like compositions uh, that i i don't think i ever could have played this way under any other circumstance really like a, a little chunk of reality that only occurred during this time hmm. uh, yeah it was it was really something um but i'm really really happy to be back out there performing live yeah. again it, uh, there's nothing I, like a live audience Oh man! I mean, it—it it, uh, you know—it was very, very nerve-wracking to actually perform in my own house for the world. You know, <laughs> camera in front of you. But I love playing for an audience. It's a whole different thing. You feel the the give and take between you and the people. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, I was. Go ahead. Well, not only have, have the the performers changed as a result of the pan- pandemic, but the audiences have changed. We're hungry for this experience yeah. to see live music. And, yep. you know, I sometimes I think it must be frightening for the person on stage because we're like, we're here, we're together. This is amazing. <laughs> no, it's beautiful. I, it is. I, you know, I, I was moved to tears at my first gig that I played, oh. uh, uh, even just during soundcheck of playing with other people, you know, for the first time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then the, when the audience was there, it just felt like, oh, this is what I was born to do. It relaxed me so much to have someone to play for and to uh, to express myself to, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, a listener so, uh, wants to know how they can get their hands on your book. Oh, very good question. I forgot to mention that mm-hmm. the only way to find it is on Amazon, Amazon.com. Okay. You just look up uh, the name of the book, Rhythms of the Breath, Howard mm-hmm. Levy, and there it is. It's a uh, one of the best sellers in the harmonica category. <laughs> How cool. And another listener wants to know if you answer basic questions through your website, harmonica questions. Oh, yeah. If, if, if someone wants to get in touch with me uh, through the website, I will definitely answer them. And uh, in answer to that question, I also have an online harmonica school mm-hmm. where I teach absolutely everything I know. And it's through a company called Artist Works. It's one word. Artist Works, and it's a fantastic company. So just uh, look up artistworks.com. Mm-hmm. And I'm the harmonica teacher, along with a lot of other really great musicians. They have about 40 teachers of every style of music and just about every instrument. It is so much fun to talk to you and, and, and just feel your vibe and your excitement and you're back to getting quote-unquote normal and you've got a book and you're performing on Saturday and as you said, you're going off to Colorado for you're really your first time to travel since the pandemic, right? And I hope that, uh, that one of the next times that we do a radio drive-by that we can maybe actually get you in the studio yeah. and hang out together for a while. 
oh, I'd love to do that again. That was really some of my fondest memories of of ever being on the, on the radio was hanging out with you guys late at night and just, just talking and playing. And it was mm-hmm. just a magical thing. And so great to talk to you again. Well, thank you, Howard. And folks can see you Saturday night and the show starts at seven o'clock and uh, there's going to be a pre-concert conversation with the assistant conductor. And uh, uh, the show starts at seven. As I say, you can get all the details, go to levyland.com and you can follow Howard there. You can get information on some of the things we've touched on today. And, and Howard, again, stay safe, stay well, and just keep doing what you do so well. Thank you. You guys too. <laughs> Thanks a bunch. Bye-bye, Howard. Okay. Bye now.